saying is the coach and the team is a unit. Yeah. If y'all are beefing with the team and the coach, cool. But mm-hmm. everything that is said for the last few weeks have been directly pointed at Prime. Mm-hmm. It ain't talking about y'all, yeah, y'all quarterback doing this, y'all, da, da, da. like it ain't talking about the players. Prime, listen, Prime is a coach, right. but I know personally as a coach, I can't control my players. Right. So at the end of the day, my job is just to make sure that y'all going left, right, up, down, whatever, and give you the plays, but it's up to you to play. So at the end of the day, if we win or lose, it's not, it's on me because I have to coach, but it's also on the players. So if you hate us, you got to hate us as a unit, not just come towards me as the coach. And I'm not saying he's saying that. I'm mm-hmm. just saying that that's the weird-ass behavior that I'm seeing. And it's it's just weird. Like, it made me feel like you as a coach really hate him and how mm-hmm. he's shining in his position because you've been a lame-ass coach all these years. Since you calling me, can't come to work. Oh, that's ghetto. It's the fifth. Deadline was the first. Oh, that's ghetto. Payroll do again. Pockets hurt. another episode of the ghetto ceo podcast but you we are in a special 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 shut the fuck up i was bringing out the when you say special special i gotta have big guns no you don't so anyways we are in a special episode of our monday meetings if you don't know every monday we do a audio only episode on what is it called Apple Music. I know Apple Podcast. Now, my uh, mixtape on Apple Music, if they want to go look at it. Nobody wants to hear that. But anyways, we do a special Monday meetings every Monday at 5 a.m. We drop a new episode with me and Cody where we talk about all things being a CEO, but also we talk about hot topics, what's happening in his life, his bankruptcy updates, all of the things. Because Cody is, I am the ghetto CEO and he is the broke CEO. Check my bank account. (laughs) So, Cody, how was your week? Man, it was long and fin up. I had my kids all weekend. The audacity. <laughs> that you had the parent. Right. Like, what is this? The grandparents flaked or, okay, it may have been miscommunication. Wow. I was talking I love when you had your kids. Huh? Because I get to come over and see them. That's not a highlight to my week. <laughs> Unfortunately, I love when uh, I get two days alone with my wife. Um, she and don't like you. I know, but. I get to have me time. Yo, let me tell you something. So the funniest shit, the other day, we sit at the crib, right? And so uh, we sitting there, we talking in Nicole. You actually had went to the store. Oh, you went to the liquor store with your cousin, right? Mm-hmm. And so we sitting there, we was like, Nicole, you love Cody. No, and we said, Nicole, you don't even like Cody. She said, I love Cody. <laughs> like, it was so <laughs> tough for her to get that out. And I died. Okay. So, yes, your wife don't like me. We have a hate-love relationship. We hate love, but we love each other. Remember that? Oh. Bars. Wow. So, yeah, long week. Um, My kid's sick again. They stay sick. Daycare in America, brother. Hold on. They sick right now? Huh? We supposed to go get tacos at Look, this. man, you <laughs> can't put. So, they not officially sick. They pending sick. You know, you can tell when somebody finna get sick. And, you know, I'm scared right now. Because of that little snippet you showed me earlier about the breathing. Because I always hear them. I've been, like, trying to control my breathing all goddamn day. And I'm like, am I killing myself right now? Like, how much carbon monoxide is in this motherfucker? Like, I'm so scared right now. That is so bold. I can't show you nothing else. Because you know I'm... I'm, I'm you fin- obsessed I'm things. finna start whispering. <laughs> Stop. Okay. Please. Um, but yeah, but thanks for asking. My week was great. I ain't, get, I ain't finna I'll my week. Up. Damn. 
I started a um small group at church. Bible study, shout out to God. Oh, you lately? No, 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 I'm not ready for that. Oh, oh, I say, <laughs> Lord. Um, no, no, I joined a small group. Okay, gotcha. Um, so that was dope. Met some cool people there. Yeah. And uh yeah, I just been gambling and hitting. I'm on the ass right now. Oh wow. I'm on no, the you ass. literally drove to Tennessee to gamble. Like that is crazy. And forgive me, Lord, I miss church. But I did watch Definitely it online. Miss church. But I watched it online. My man made it to church though. I brought him there. You should have came in. I looked poo. You needed to go to the altar. You know I only got four outfits. Yeah, and this is outfit four. Oof. Today has been a long day. I don't know. So, once again, my week was great. Hold on one second. Oh, my God. How was your week? <laughs> I hate this fast so much. So, my week was good. I actually finished my fast on Sunday. So, y'all know I've been on this 10-day fast, but it was for three weeks, for three days. So, it's basically the whole month of September. You know, I've been on a slow. No, because your... It's just slow. Yeah, so I've been on the slow. While well, you was going fast, I was on the slow. Wow. What happened uh, last uh, Thursday when I needed a favor and what I asked you to do? Bruh, let me tell y'all something. <laughs> this is why, you know, I feel like on the fast, you are giving up certain things, right? Mm-hmm. There are certain things that you're giving up. God is also talking to you and he's telling you some people are not good for you. And I wow. realized that this Monday meeting may come to an end because Cody is wow. one of those people. Um, on Thursday, there's revival. So I was going to church Tuesday, Hallelujah. Wednesday, Thursday. Um, because every day of the fast, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, they had church. So last week of the fast, revival, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I'm going, I'm on a, I'm on a hot street. Like, she hot. I'm like, ooh, I've been going every Tuesday, boom, Wednesday, boom, Thursday, Amen. I'm on the way. I had just left from a colonic. And uh, Cody. Uh, what's that? A colonic? It, it, it's a cleansing of your colon. Okay. Do I got to get that? You should. Do it hurt? It don't hurt. You just, I don't like to be triggered to go to the bathroom, but. Is my butt involved? Yes. You Not going. Go Next to question. The bathroom. Next question. It's a little tube. Next question. Remember the time you had me uh, take, what's the, was it an epidural? Yeah. Worst the night of my not life. Not epidural. No, not a, uh, uh, you know the uh, thing thing. Hey, nigga, you pregnant? I was once. Man, you been. That thing thing. What? An enema. Oh, enema, yeah! I was on your bathroom floor crying. <laughs> it was because you could poop. It was, but it was. I would. I told y'all I would rather not poop for ten years and try to get. It was the worst, ladies. Y'all are so strong. It was the worst night of my life. Oh my god! And then it like I didn't think it worked. And then like three o'clock in the morning, that shit kicked in, and I didn't get back to you know. It was, I took two showers that night. And then by the time I finished my night, it was daytime. I just went on about my day. That's so boom. But oh, yeah, it's so basically like an edible, but it stops. Okay, okay. So um, you but you that. actually, so what I realized, bruh, I didn't love it, right? Like, I'm going to do a whole review. Like, I know I need it, but I didn't love the experience because I don't like being forced to go poop, mm-hmm. right? Because you actually get stomach cramps. Right. And so, like, I'm on the table thing, and I'm pooping, and I'm just like, shit, shit, shit. You know what I'm saying? Wait, so you're doing that there? Yes. It happened that fast? Yes. Oh, shit. Like, yeah. it's intense. Like, this water skirting up you. It's it's crazy. But anyway, so you got to poop. So I'm thinking, well, damn, I, I know I lost five pounds. No, it's over. This lady, I proceed, and also, shout out, shout out to Bella, y'all. Y'all got to go visit, and we got to do this together. But 
I walk out. I don't think I want a group of people going to take shits with me. That's just my personal opinion. I think I, I, I can shit by myself. Okay, okay. Y'all go in y'all individual appointment yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, But anyway, so she, I walked out and she was like, okay, that was good. So, you know, your colon is like a foot long and you only did just a, a corner of it. You got to do like six or seven sessions. And I was like, nigga. She was like, you got to come back every three to five days. Nigga, I don't want to poop every three to five days. Wait a minute. So you paid for, I guess, one eighth of your colon? Yeah, basically. Even? Yeah. And then you got to come back every week? Six to seven. Yes, at least six weeks. So I'll be back Friday, but I'm scared. This sounds like hell. Okay, let me ask you a question. What's yeah. work, worse, pooping too much or not being able to poop at all? She both of because it's like the same feeling of like your stomach cramping. But the thing is, and I know somebody's listening to this on the way to work. Like, why are we talking about pooping? What it's type of shit a, they on? Yeah, shut the fuck up. My bad. But uh, they but, bullshit. Shut up. My bad. My bad. But anyway, so I did the I did the color whatever it's called, right? I did the colonic. Um, it was good. Like it, like I felt lighter. I ain't gonna lie. I felt lighter. I felt like a lot was of you shit hungry was immediately? Um, <laughs> you was on your shit. <laughs> shut up. Was you hungry? I was hungry because I couldn't eat. Leading up to it. Yes. And that day I was on the fast. So going back to what we, so oh, I couldn't oh. eat all day because I was only drinking water until four o'clock. Well, my appointment was at five. So she was like, don't eat two hours before. So basically I only had water. So I was like, ma'am. <laughs> and then she gives me this list of stuff that you can't eat. She basically was like, nothing that tastes good you can eat. You know, I was like, God damn. Like she, after you done got cleaned yeah, up? Yeah, she was like, if it's uh not if it's white, it's not right. I was like, you knew if I was gonna eat some rice. White is not right. Yeah. So that's rice, potatoes. Correct. And that's your shit. Yes, Contrary but and then I'm belief. on this fast, so like right. I only can have fruits and vegetables. So usually I get some potatoes, I get some vegetables, like you know what I'm saying? Potato Whatever. Is a vegetable. Huh? Potato is a vegetable. Potato is a vegetable. Okay. It is. I'm not arguing. Oh, I'm about to say. So if you eat french fries, you technically No, no, no. It couldn't be fried on the face. So I had to have like red potatoes or something like that. Okay, okay. But anyway, so Cody calls me and he's With an emergency. Yeah, he like, I got I need you. I need I'm like, what do you want? And he's like, the boys got a picture day tomorrow. I need you to go with me to get them a haircut because it's three of them and I need some help. I'm like, nigga, you got a whole ass wife. I said, oh, I'm sorry, Cody. I can't go. I got to go to church. Nah, I said, I gotta, I'm got i on the way to a colonic, and I got to go to church. One of them colonic or Jesus got away. Like, <laughs> had to we had to pick one. I was like, and Cody. you chose your shit over my babies. I want you to church, know. And church, because I went to church. But let me tell you something. I didn't tell you this. So I went to church. After the colonic, it was around the corner. I went to church. I got there early. I got there for the leadership training, all of that. But then I sit down. I got a good seat, everything in the front row, all of that. I sit down. I was like, ooh. <laughs> is that my stuffy? Who is that? And I was like, she said I was gonna be done. So then I go to the bathroom, and I'm like, oh, I gotta go home. So I didn't even finish church. You I felt so convicted. And you know why you why? should feel convicted? Because I gave you the colonic of Jesus. <laughs> One of them had to go. You chose the colonic over my babies. Yep. And, and no, well, yeah, essentially. Yeah. No, I, I'm saying I chose. Well, I didn't know. I asked her. Was I? So anyways, you got to be shitting me. Shut up. Um, so I ended up choosing to go home, but I still, the service was amazing. I watched it all the way home. Like I watched it from home, but I had to be enough. How was the rest of your night after? Like, um, It was good. It was just like, I had to go like two more times and then I was cool. And it was a little too. Like he was like, cool. where did you even learn 
trip where you where you just be finding shit like <laughs> she found me like she was like hey you're on your journey of like your weight loss journey like a lot of times people clean the outside but they don't clean the inside and mm, so it's like, safe to say like she was on her shit anyways okay. so that was my week okay so um you ain't shit we found that out and then um there was a football game it was that it we was. watched together yes all right guys don't beat me up I know the girls like to tussle over their uh, buffs and Deion Sanders. I'm an Oregon fan, okay? Been one. Been one standing on that decks. Yeah, baby. Um, so we we tapped a little ass um this weekend. Just a little okay. bit. We ain't do too much. We just tapped a little ass. Okay. And um the overall messaging stopped being about the game and the score and the blowout and the massacre and the devastation of those gentlemen that were on the field wearing Colorado uniforms. Mm-hmm. The focus wasn't on that. It got more involved and immersed in comments by the coaches. Right? You know, okay, so this is what I was telling Cody during the game. At the beginning of the game, there's this video, and we got video this week, so we could actually put, you know what I'm saying, some references. But at the beginning of the game, there's this video, and they have this little time, this clock. Yeah, prime and, time. And it says prime time. And they have their mascot beating it. Like, yeah. our time is over. You know, whatever yeah. they're saying. But my thing is, I have no problem with, like, rivalry. Mm-hmm. I have no problem with the Jaguars hating the Cubs or, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, I Those have... are two different <laughs> associations. I know, leads. but I'm just saying. You, yeah, you, you got no problem with the Jacksonville Jaguars hating the <laughs> Chicago Cubs. Me neither. <laughs> I think I'm okay with that. I'm fine with that. Those two teams hating each other. Actually. Shut up, but listen to what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I have no problem with the Eagles hating the Bears. You know okay. what I'm saying? Oh, okay. All right, cool. So I, I don't have no problem with that. Mm-hmm. But when the, the hate is directly towards the coach, is when it becomes a little bit weird. Like, you got weird boy behavior. Uh-huh. And because the coach ain't saying, fuck this coach. Da, da, da. Like, mm-hmm. y'all really just really hate Prime because he really nice. Well, I, I think the only thing I took issue with when you said that on Saturday was, if it wasn't for the coach, nobody cares about Colorado. Like, they were very. But that's not. But what I'm saying is the coach and the team is a unit. So yeah. if y'all are beefing with the team and the coach, cool. But mm-hmm. everything that is said for the last few weeks have been directly pointed at Prime. Mm-hmm. It ain't talking about y'all, yeah, y'all quarterback doing this, y'all, da, da, da. like it ain't talking about the players. Prime, listen, Prime is a coach, right. but I know personally as a coach, I can't control my players. Right. So at the end of the day, my job is just to make sure that y'all going left, right, up, down, whatever, and give you the plays, but it's up to you to play. So at the end of the day, if we win or lose, it's not, it's on me because I have to coach, but it's also on the players. So if you hate us, you got to hate us as a unit, not just come towards me as the coach. And I'm not saying he's saying that. I'm mm-hmm. just saying that that's the weird-ass behavior that I'm seeing. And it's it's just weird. Like, it made me feel like you as a coach really hate him and how mm-hmm. he's shining in his position because you've been a lame-ass coach all these years. Okay, so let me provide some perspective yeah. or, or, or different perspective, okay. right? So you're a marketer. Yes. You're very good at marketing. Yes. You've been doing marketing for a long time. Yes. Okay? I don't market. Yes. Um, let's say uh, I have, I don't know, trying to think of a celebrity that this example makes sense with. Let's say uh, Monica, the singer. Mm-hmm. Hits me up and was like, hey, Cody, I want to start a marketing firm. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, we're going to start selling courses. We want to be a community. We want to do a podcast. Yes. And me and Monica getting this together. She's the face. Yeah. But I'm getting all the recognition. And now people saying to you, like, I mean, you, you heard what Cody doing? Like, Cody, and you kind of like, 
nigga, Cody ain't doing shit. Like, he just started, like, what? Cody don't even mark, like, or, and then people start saying, hey, I'm going to leave your program and go do with Cody because him and Monica over there fucking, and you like, no, nigga, like, this don't even make sense to me yeah. because I don't mark it, right? So that's it. Colorado has never been a good football team. I think they got one championship from, like, the 40s. It's, like, crazy, okay. right? So they're not good. So you can imagine where it's like, okay, hey, every year we play Colorado, we beat the living shit out of Colorado, right? And then this year, because Monica or Prime is there, it's like, Every day, every moment, every second. And the truth in the media is what a lot of people are screaming is like, hey, this wouldn't even be a thing if he wasn't there. So it's more so like, yeah, we, we finna beat you out of Colorado because that's what we do. But we also going to say, hey, we're going to get a heat to where it should be going. The heat need to be at but the... But Prime didn't. What I'm saying is it doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? Like, that is his team. So if there is hate, which is cool, mm-hmm. rivalry, Hate as a collective because the team is actually who's winning. Yeah. The team is actually who's playing. The the football, the the quarterback, the running back, those are the mm-hmm. people that's running the plays and doing the things. Like, the boys is going crazy out there. Primetime is a good coach. Yeah. But he also has developed an amazing team. So, my thought process is... It just sound like a little a lot of hate. Oh, yeah. And 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 here's my problem. Because they do a lot of the stuff, they do stuff and it just sound dumb. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, for example, the coach from last week inviting ESPN into the uh locker room talking they about ask, so, could they be there? Okay, cool. He letting them <clears throat> and he we don't do this for clicks. Nope. We don't do this. Da, da, da. Talk that nigga, you this is literally for clicks. This is literally like you're literally like you don't you wouldn't say have you been completely isolating yourself in business? Like, you don't have people that you could do this business with. Well, you need coworkers, and that is why we created the Entrepreneur's Coworkers Community. This allows you to be able to develop relationships with other people in your community. So, in the Entrepreneurship Coworkers Community, we have a complete Slack channel where you get to talk to other CEOs just like you. We give you a quiz to find out who you are and what type of CEO you are. And in this quiz, you get to meet other CEOs that may be more creative or traditional or hybrid we have these ceos there for you but even taking it up a notch we have local chapters in your city from atlanta to dallas to new york to houston to chicago chapters in your city where we're actually linking up every single month to work together linking up to go to brunch together having fun together doing community service outreach like this is a section of our life where we can really co-work and mingle with other people it's time for you to get some co-workers sis and this community is completely free just because you're watching this podcast all you have to do is stop pause the podcast click the link below take the assessment get in the community and i'll see you there bye co-worker back to the episode if we wasn't here like you're trying to go viral you know this moment is going to have a moment of shine because you know what's happening so let's stop playing like you're not trying to play the same game that prime playing with marketing let's just ask him for the sauce like, let's tap in and ask him, how, how can I bring my same team up to the caliber or get the same attention? Because you got, like, what's what's the uh, new day, one a day, uh, 12 noon? What's the damn thing? <laughs> Big noon kickoff. Yeah, you got all of these people staying over and over and over again to be able to watch what's happening. You want the same recognition? Just ask me what's up. Would you mind if I provide? I'm glad we're on camera. Today. Okay, go ahead. Can I just show yeah, you? Yeah, because I would like to see. Yeah, you. I want to show you a video. Can okay. you just start that over? Like start that over and just I like a live reaction of kind of what my team was experiencing leading up to the game.
so what I'm saying is it was coming from both sides and had and had Colorado beat the hell out of us, yeah. everybody would just be like, yeah, they, Oregon was talking shit and got toe up. But Colorado was piping up and the coach was just defending his team. And also he said, because he didn't let his players wreck. If you saw Colorado players really talking that shit, we're going to fuck y'all up. Fuck you and your coach. Like they were, they were, you know what I'm saying? They hype, they kids, right? Uh, but Colorado coach made sure, like, y'all don't say nothing. Talk with your pads. Go out there and play our game. And when we beat the living shit out of them, you back on the cut, colonic. After we finish doing what we got to do yeah. on the table, and then we leave church and go. We, Shut your ass up. Did it on them. Once we got done doing what we got to do. Yeah. So I feel like the emphasis gets put on what the coach said and not what, uh, how the team played. But that, because that speech. No, I, and let, let's be clear, right? Uh-huh. Because. First of all, let's also be very clear that I don't watch fucking football. Okay. Um, I am updated through my boyfriend, Eric, to mm-hmm. give me tips and what's going on, right? But then I take my own assessment and mm-hmm. I say, cool, right? From a marketing perspective. Yes. Um, oh. You're on two? Oh. <laughs> Producer back who, there. Who owe two? I'm like, dang. I, we won at least three times, right? I think. <laughs> but um, so... What I was about to say was, I like, that's cool, right? Mm -hmm. But I guess my thing is just, like, the consistency of how Dion is on y'all ass and y'all don't like this shit. Like, let's let's be real. You know what I'm saying? Like, but, right, like, I just feel like he's earned some of, Mm. no, listen to what I'm about to say. Okay. He's earned some of the notoriety from the sense of the publicity he has. Mm -hmm. Not I'm not saying that he done put his stripes in as a coach, Mm -hmm. but he's put his stripes in in this industry. So, should he have an Apple Music uh, collaboration? Sure. Sure. Should he be able to partner with KFC? Sure. You ain't y'all ain't I, I, you ain't put your you put your stripes in coaching, but you haven't built a brand, mm-hmm. and that is where you're hating because Dion has the visibility because he's built a brand, and now he's come in and now been able to coach. And you like how you get out his publicity, but his publicity is not just from yes because he's been winning games, mm-hmm. but he's been a brand for the last what 10, 20 years. Longer than that, right? Um, but yeah, I think it just kind of goes back to that point. I, I'm not. I love Dion, right? Yeah. I look. I, I that will be the only time this year I root against Colorado. The rest of the season, let's go Buffs. We we out, Dex. We out you. We out you. The rest of the season, we go Buffs, right? But he was what company. I, he, was he just kind of like, nigga. Long as we win, we win. <laughs> but um, yeah. I mean, long we be. Uh, but uh, yeah. So it's it's go Buffs for the rest of the year. We standing on business on that. I just think from an overall perspective, I I really could see if I were a head coach mm-hmm. and you, or even like, okay, I'm in sales. I've seen like my, my job will hire somebody who's super underqualified. Yeah. I like, but bring them in at a higher title, more yeah. money, more recognition. Like, I get it. So, that, and that's what I'm saying. So, I don't, I don't necessarily think should it's Should you hate. be mad at Dion or should you be mad at yourself? Um, I feel like what the lessons that people should be getting from this is you're not going to see it right now, but I think they're going to get it in a few years, mm-hmm. is that you should spend more time building your personal brand. Mm-hmm. You have the leverage as the coach of Oregon. You have the leverage to have a personal brand. Mm-hmm. As the coach of Alabama, as the head coach or whatever, you have the opportunity to also make additional money outside of coaching, mm-hmm. but you haven't taken the opportunity to build your personal brand. So coaches, if you want to be like Dion and you would like to market your ass off, <laughs> So speaking of personal brands, yes. let's let's dive a little bit more into this. So you're a person. Yeah, I think. Yeah. You're a noun. People, places, thing. You're a person. Okay, great. Yeah. Um, 
you're also a, a brand and you are a yeah. personal brand. How do you differentiate the two of when you can just be you? Because I don't know Monray. Mm -hmm. You know, I met Monray later on in life. Mm -hmm. um, I was I know Nunu. Mm -hmm. So how do you tilter that line of being? I mean, because either either one person is authentic, right? Mm -hmm. But when do you feel like all right, this is a, a safe space for me to be me, and this is when I gotta put my personal brand ahead of myself. I actually feel like my friends differentiated more than I do because I feel like I figured out how to merge them all. Mm -hmm. I figured out how to merge Adriana to Nunu to Monray, mm -hmm. right? Which all of it, like, damn, you got a lot of I, And you be talking about me. <laughs> so I figured, like, I, I really, like, Y'all see your podcast, one, has allowed me to have a little side of Nunu. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Which is like the real, just authentic. But also, Monray has always been super authentic, mm -hmm. right? Adriana is the more quiet, reserved person. So, typically, when you see me in person, I'm a little bit just, I'm not being weird or anything. I'm just quiet. Mm -hmm. A lot of times, people ask me, and I have to tell people this, but a lot of times, people ask me, and they be like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, nothing. I'm just... <laughs> sitting here observing like we're at dinner like why the fuck you want me to be smiling all the time you know what i'm saying and so i have to teach people how to even communicate with me mm -hmm. and so i say that to say that i feel i feel like in this season of my life at one point i thought it was all three separate people you mm -hmm. know what i mean but i figured out how to merge them so i could show up any way that i need to show up i feel like if somebody just tuned in like they like they walk into the room and hear their spouse listening to this. Mm -hmm. They're like, oh, that bitch got split personalities. That's a <laughs> that's a It's three people living in a goddamn Shut head. Show. Seek help. So what are some of the things if people are trying to say, okay, I, I own a business, but I am still, uh, I'm still me, right? Like, how, how do you teeter the line? Because, like, I, we, well, we tell people all the time, like, you don't need um, – five pages to represent five different portions Correct. of yourself, right? Like you'll have people like, well, I'm a realtor and I got this kid for me, page for me and my family and then I also Correct. do hair and it's like, hey, it's you. You are the entity I that I mean, first of all, you shouldn't be doing all this shit. Let's, <laughs> let's be real honest because half that shit ain't making no money. Let's stop. Okay. Okay, Um, but, and nobody wants to hear that because everybody want to be a serial entrepreneur and you want to do the real estate, you want to do the hair, you want to sell the products, you want to do Why? But you ain't got no money. Why? All the businesses broke. You got 16 six-figure businesses, but if you focus <laughs> on one business, you can have an eight-figure business. But, like, okay, you opened up a whole other oh, door. Like, what is the obsession with being serious? Because it used to be being an entrepreneur was enough. Yeah. Being great at one thing, having your own you financial... You bored as fuck. Then invest. You ain't got to start everything. No, that's facts. And you know what? I think it's the exposure breeds clarity because people are not exposed that they don't have to be the owners. I think we as entrepreneurs and also black people, we have this certain level of um, trauma of ownership. Mm -hmm. Like, because so many things have been taken from us, mm -hmm. we feel like we have to own everything. Like, this got to be my business. I got to have a product line. I got, no, like, there's a company that I want to start that I actually just reached. Instead of me starting a company, mm -hmm. I'm like, let me try i see this company that's doing it let me try to reach out to them and see if i can how we could collaborate and me just do a line under them mm -hmm. instead of me starting from scratch right. you know what i'm saying now if they say no then i'll run the play and go do it mm -hmm. but let me figure out how i could collaborate with somebody and do it instead of starting over from scratch let's talk about how you just kept go buy businesses why mm -hmm. if you build one seven figure business go take a hundred thousand, fifty thousand dollars of that money and go buy into the business that you want. Right. Like why do we have to start everything from scratch and why does it all I would rather have 
30% of a hundred million dollars versus this hundred percent of fucking six figures that y'all not making. Right. And it's like, now you stressed out. Now you confused. Now you don't know what to go. And it really frustrates me mm-hmm. when people get on the phone. It's like, well, yeah, girl, I really got multiple businesses. I'm like, you really multiply broke. <laughs> because if you invested in all of those businesses, you don't have enough money to invest in one. Right. But you decided to take this little bitty pot that you have to invest it in three. Like, and even to the sense of if you haven't reached 10k month mm-hmm. in your business you shouldn't be thinking about anything else but this one offer right. if you haven't reached 100k months in your business there is no reason why you are starting another line of business there's no reason why you need a whole another entity right. and entrepreneurs start new businesses because they're bored and you should be using your creativity not to start new businesses but to figure out how to get new clients into this same fucking business that you already got so the precursor is what I feel like I'm hearing you say the yeah. precursor to starting another business it's success you yes. have to like it's okay boredom is it's okay to be yes. bored but you can't be bored and broke you got to pick a b and listen <laughs> and making money is boring i think people don't understand it uh, making money is boring i think for creatives it can be very boring no and the reason why is because when you make money think about it all right uh we had an interview earlier mm-hmm. she brought this up think about raising canes she, think about mcdonald's like they make the same thing over and over and over and over and over again even if when um mcdonald's come out with the sweetie meal or the cardi b meal it be she just already on the menu baby a, i ain't making nothing new. it's a big mac with new market okay pick something else put some sauce <laughs> on it you know what i'm saying so it's the same thing that they're already selling so you just need to find innovative ways to represent your products back to the world Mm. it is not about you making something new like you are really good at doing hair why are you trying to sell shoes (laughs) like that has nothing to do with anything and it frustrates me because this is the ignorance of entrepreneurship Mm. that people don't get the opportunity and they get fucked up you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying honestly and it really frustrates me because i know what's gonna happen you're gonna put your money into this business it's not gonna work then you're gonna be like dang i got no money to pay into my other business so it's just like just listen to me please okay Mm -hmm. okay okay i think we're here let's let's dig a little deeper okay so we have people that's one side of it people want to do multiple businesses simultaneously and that spreads them thin okay when is it okay to call it quits and say, okay, that business doesn't work. This thing doesn't work. I think I learned enough here to possibly go put this effort, energy and finances into something. When is it okay to say, okay, this ain't working. I need to do something else. Mm. I think you need to take an assessment. Okay. Um, I think you need to take an assessment of what you actually want first. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think that you have to figure out, what you want and then how you're going to make it work. Like at that point, then you can say, okay, cool. Like this isn't working. And you got to be real with yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like this isn't working. I need to say bye. You right. know what I'm saying? And I think a lot of people just don't know how to say no. And speaking of, they don't know how to say no. A lot of things are happening in the media right now. Mm-hmm. Everybody is saying no to one thing. Staying married. Staying married. So they they saying I don't no more no more okay so we've seen in the media uh, media Jeezy and Jenima um <laughs> Tiana Taylor all of them getting divorced uh-huh. what's your thoughts um you know I think uh, I heard I heard a quote once actually Nicole said it to me mm-hmm. and she says that um the devil spends uh your whole time before marriage 
trying to get you in the bed and then your whole marriage trying to get you out of it, mm. right? Um, I think marriage is hard enough as is for people who just live very normal lives. Yeah. When you put celebrity around that, when you put the careers that these people have and a lot of uh, what comes with being a celebrity and a lifestyle and then trying to have a foundational home and family, and it's like, because I, I think you oftentimes you see less divorces when there's one celebrity in a couple. Less. Not saying they don't divorce too, but the likelihood is less when there's only one person in a relationship that has a uh, a larger scale career. Okay. Um, it's much more prevalent when you see two people who have celebrity status. Like you think like, oh, Tom Brady and Giselle, right? Um, you think about the uh, Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt. I'm starting with the white people, man, with the black people. I just want to, because it's universe. So I want to make sure everybody understands that. Um, but normally when you have those two people, because it's so hard to have those type of careers and still have a family unit. And um, who was I talking to? But I, it, and speaking of that, before we go, so mm-hmm. one thing that um they said in the media, I don't know if it's true or whatever, but one of the main reasons was Jeezy didn't like that Jenny May or whatever my walked his her daughter to school every day. Huh? Because she, he was like, his thought process was like, somebody could see you. And then now we in danger. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I was like, you got to know your, like, you got to know the nigga you marry. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Jesus and got fine as hell. I'm talking about <laughs> sex is a motherfucking now. You know what I'm saying? Eric. Like, <laughs> <laughs> nigga. Fine. Oh, fine. Oh, oh, uh, I'm ducking. I'm just, he throw a pillow over here. <laughs> I'm just saying, Jeezy is fine now. Okay. Okay. But Jeezy, I don't care what has happened. He is still a street nigga. Snowman. He's Jeezy the snowman. Okay. So regardless of who, how he Big is developed. Regardless of how he is developed. DJ or, drama. Shut your ass up. I just wanted you to. Regardless respect. of how he's developing, who he has become. At the core, he is still a hood nigga, a street nigga. You know what I'm saying? So them street nigga principles is not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. So regardless of your Asian self doesn't necessarily understand the street principles mm-hmm. that's stealing your man. So if you didn't understand those, so there's a thing like you thought it was cute that he just, you know, would get on the other side of you on the sidewalk and just like move you out the way. Or like when he went in the, the restaurant, he would look at the exes and see what was going on. Or he always had a gun on. You thought that shit was cute. Uh-huh. Now nah, he a street nigga. So no, he don't want you walking the daughter. And that's, I can understand like that could feel a little controlling, but he a street nigga, so he always going to feel like somebody's trying to get him. Yeah, I think also cultural differences matter because yeah. I know a lot of uh, people in Asia, they walk their kids to school. Like, yeah. That's a, a normal thing. That's probably an experience she had growing mm-hmm. up. And you got to think, I mean, these this is why you have to talk to who you going to marry. Yeah. Because her dream her whole life could have been, uh, you know, I don't want kids, but if I ever have kids, I remember my mom walking me to school and my dad walking me to school, and I love to do that with my kids. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So if that's a dream of hers, and this nigga like, hey, bro, what is you own? Yeah. Like, and, like, her family coming to stay. Like, that might be a cultural thing, but, nigga, black people don't be like you. You're not outstage. You're welcome. It's time to go home. You know what I'm saying? So there's different things, and I feel like, it's just conversations that people are not having because they're getting married for social media. Not saying they are, but they could possibly get, be getting married to rush things. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Versus like being able to have those conversations. So yeah, this was good. And I know, um, I think Tiana said her. I don't even know how it came out. Sometimes yeah. I, you know, I just be on Twitter, 
and then I just click, and then I, excuse me, I be on X, I pop X. Uh, I be on my X. And um, sometimes you just see stuff, but it's always funny to me when, like, um, people break up, not even just celebrities. I'm like, oh, we're good, we're in a good place, everything is okay, but um, we just decided to divorce. It's like, y'all wasn't that damn good if y'all was uh, in a great place, and all of a sudden, you don't, you're not in a good place. You would, you ain't in a place so good that you divorced. That's mm-hmm. my saying. Like, so I think it's like, be honest. Like, oh yeah, that nigga want shit. Or yeah, that whole deal. Da, da, da. Like, just, we ain't kosher. Right. So I think transparency. And at the end of the day, it ain't none of our business too. I mean, uh, and that's period. Yeah. I love it. Well, this was good, Cody. I like, did you like boop, the camera? Boop, boop, boop. Hmm? Can you stop doing that? I have many guns. No, you don't. I have so many guns. You literally had to give them back into bankruptcy. I am a street nigga. You're not. You're from Mississippi. I can be whatever I want to be. Tell me I'm a street nigga so we can end this. All right, y'all. We're about to go. Um, (laughs) So this is a good episode. I actually love that we got to actually film this. So um, make sure y'all tap into the Monday meetings every single Monday at 5 a.m. Me and Cody are having these same crazy conversations. Um, so that we can get you to work yeah. on time. Or late. It just been. Fuck that job. Wow. So, Cody, I got a question. Talk to me. What rhymes with CEO? G-A-E-T-T-O. You don't be really spelling ghetto, right? It's G-H-E-T-T-O. Like, that really pisses me off. What are you hearing me like, say? I just want to. What do you hear? It sounds like G-A-E-T-T-O. Do you think am I don't I, know how to spell Am I lying, man? Like, it, it really pisses G-A-E-T-T-O. Is this called the ghetto CEO or proper motherfucking CEO? G-H-E-T-T-O. That's what I'm saying. See you guys at happy hour December 16th. Boop, 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 boop.